Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, baby. All right, let's get this thing started. What is up, everybody, and welcome to the DMBA show. Let's go! Right let's go! Here from the right center at UC San Diego. Yes, sir. The Nuggets, believe it or not, have already cleared out. Look behind us. We got this stadium behind, or the, the stadium behind us. Not much going on. Nobody here. They're probably halfway to Denver already. Us. Poor schlubs. We're stuck here for another couple hours. We're flying scheduled, We're as some flying, call it. We are flying scheduled. Uh, but we do. We did see a scrimmage today. We're going to talk about that. What did we learn from the scrimmage? What did we learn from camp in general? I do feel like there's some takeaways. I do feel differently right now than I did a week ago. So we'll talk about some of the reasons why that mm-hmm. is. And maybe you agree or disagree. Uh, and then we have some mailbag questions to get that you guys sent in. Some great mailbag questions to help me through all of that. I got my right-hand man, Harrison Lind. Man, what a week it's been. Great week down here in San Diego. We, we've been in this gym for four days straight now. Yeah. Spent a lot of time here. It's been good, though. It's been good. It's been great, to be honest with you. I mean, yeah. for me personally. Like, for me personally. First of all, I'll say, if you didn't see, late last night, we uploaded interviews with Reggie Jackson and Julian Strother. And I got to say, they were fantastic interviews. They were. So if you didn't see that, don't miss it. Go back and check those out. It's 30-minute interviews with each of them. They're very two di- very different interviews. Julian Strother, kind of a getting to know him. I feel like I... I mean, I like him. He has a great personality. Yeah, I like him too. He's funny. He's fun. He's lighthearted. He's interesting. Um, and then Reggie Jackson, you know, completely different veteran, more serious. But man, did he have some really reflective... Like, he's a more thoughtful guy than I realized. And he had some very yeah. reflective insights on the team, the championship run last year. He talked about, was he nervous? He had very good comments about him and the vets kind of talking about down the stretch. Right. Are these guys... Can they flip the switch? Can they flip the switch? Uh, and so you you can't... I'm telling you right now, you cannot miss those interviews. They were that good. Yeah. And I would say, if you can, go to YouTube and watch them yeah. as well instead of just listening to them because, you know, we went to the team hotel, set up there a little bit, but um, it was great having those guys on the show in person and... Julian was great. I, th- I thought that interview was great. I feel like we saw a, a side of him. We don't really know him that much, but we learned a lot about him. And then Reggie Jackson, I feel like, gave some of the more in-depth, yeah, like critical thought pieces of just knowledge about Nicole Jokic that, that I've ever heard from a Nuggets player. Really? It, it was angles of, you know, what makes Nicole Jokic who he is that I've never really thought of in terms of, like, what goes into how poised he always is, what what goes into just how he never looks nervous on a big stage. I thought Reggie Jackson, man, had had some incredible insight and just brought up stuff that I've I've never heard anyone bring up when just describing what makes Nikola Jokic great. 
all of that. And also, you know, like leave a comment, you know, hit shout out on social media if that's where you're at. Wherever you're at and you access it, give a shout out yeah. because those guys want to see like when they, it's a big deal for them to do media like that, you know. And so they want to see that people appreciate it, that people enjoyed it. So yeah. go and check those out uh, and hopefully we'll be able to get some more down the road. Um, I do wonder if Julian Strother called Nicole Jokic big honey to his face. <laughs> I warned him not to. <laughs> I hope not. I really hope he didn't. <laughs> I hope not. Um, speaking of nicknames, the fireman. The fireman. The fireman was all over uh, everybody's mind today. So the Nuggets get a scrimmage every day, every year at training camp. You know, it's like practice. You don't really get to see a lot. You're let in the last little bit. They're doing stretching. They're doing shooting. You don't, you're not really getting anything in. The last day, they allow you to come in and to watch 10 minutes of a scrimmage. Now, in those 10 minutes, we'll talk about it. There's not any like super loud takeaways from the 10 minutes we saw, but from talking to different people, the fireman, a.k.a. Justin Holiday, apparently had himself a day. He had himself a day, and dare I say, he might be the MVP of training camp. No, are we calling it? I'm not calling it yet. Okay. But well, I mean, it is over. <laughs> I don't think we've over. had enough got discussion reflect. between yeah. us about the potential training camp MVP to come to consensus. But Make he's, he's got to be in the conversation. Yeah. He's got to be in the he's conversation. Clear, he's clearly <laughs> in the conversation. <laughs> Today, reportedly, he looked great in the scrimmage. Yeah. He was knocking down shots. That's hit, it. Lights out from shooting lights out. Yeah. Hit a bunch of threes. Was running some with the first unit. Yeah. You know, Michael Porter Jr. has had a sprained ankle. He hasn't, like, scrimmaged these last couple days. By the way, we saw Porter, like, walking around. He, he looks fine. I would not be concerned about that at all. He looks like he's going to be out for a week. Like, he doesn't, he, I wouldn't be surprised if they really slow played it, but he didn't, yeah. he's not in a boot. He's walking around. Yeah. He's taking jumpers. Like, I don't think he's playing on Tuesday, but right. I think he's fine. So, Justin Holiday was running with the ones a little, reportedly fit in great with that group. And, um, you know, that's the thing everybody said about Justin Holiday the whole time we've been here this week is that, you know, he does a lot of different things, but most of all, he can just fit in with any type of lineup. And then Michael Malone, after practice today, maybe I thought the most significant quote about Justin Holiday, Michael Malone said he could be a Jeff Green replacement. Yeah. That, that, that I big. thought was notable. And he even talked about this playing the four, you know, possibly playing the four because you think Jeff Green was a four sometimes a five, yeah. but um, played big. And when we're looking at positions, you know, you're talking about, okay, Reggie Jackson likely to be there somewhere. Maybe there's a Murray Stagger, maybe uh, Christian Brown either plays the two or the three. Now you're starting to fill up Peyton Watson. So the fact that he's viewed as a four, I mean, I thought he's, he's so skinny. He's really tall. He's probably, I mean, if I, based on my uh, height analysis, here, here we go. I think he was about six, eight. What's he listed at? He's you know? six, six. He's listed at 6'6"? Six, six? I think so. I think, I mean, I think he's taller than that. Same with Peyton Watson. They both look tall. How tall do they list him? I'm so uh, curious here. They list My reputation is on the line here. Oh, that's our interview. Maybe nobody him. has ever uh, measured Justin Holiday. It's possible. <laughs> Justin Holiday, 6'6". Six, 6'6". Six. Six, six. Knew it. Man, in shoes. Don't he test me on these things. <laughs> he's, so, he's so skinny, though. That, my broader point was he's really, really skinny. And so for the fact that they say he could play, you know, some of the four, man, he's taller than that. He's got to be taller than 6'6". Six, six. He's not. He's 6'6". Six, he's six. got to be taller than 6'6". He's six. not. How tall is Peyton Watson? 6'8". They're like more or less the same height. How, how do you know that? Have you seen them? Can, Have you told I've, them to I've go back them, to back? I've looked them eye to eye. Oh my my personal, I personally looked at them eye to eye. Peyton Watson is 6'8". He looks 6'8". Justin Holiday, 6'6". Six, six. He also looks 6'8". They both look 6'8". Um... I'm going to go ahead and say I think he, man, 
I think he is the the MVP of summer camp though, or, or of training camp. I is mean, there is there anybody else in the conversation? Especially when you talk relative, um, when you talk relative to expectation, I think it's no question that he would be that guy. The starters, look, there was an expectation of all of them, and they've been better. We're going to talk about that in the next segment. But when you go to the bench unit, you know Reggie Jackson has a case just because of how much his name has popped up. Christian Brown had a lot of hype coming into camp, so I almost feel like it wouldn't surprise. Justin Holiday was a guy that I just think we were all thought, what, what is he? You know, what's he going to be? And now I'm looking at him going, he's playing reps with the starters. Yeah. He seems to fit in. Everybody's raving about him. He's shooting the ball well. He's playing with confidence. Personality-wise, he's fitting in. So to me, I actually think it's <laughs> this is the MVP conversation like Yoke MVP conversation where we're entering other people in just to make a conversation of it. <laughs> yeah, I think a couple days ago I was saying how I had some concern that, you know, maybe Justin Holiday was the Davon Reed of this season, right. where he could be blocking Peyton Watson's full-time arrival into the rotation. I don't know how the second unit's going to work out in, in terms of P. Watt and his minutes, and we'll talk about him too, but I definitely feel like Justin Holiday. I think he's going to play more now. You know, then I thought he was going to play before this week. Right. I, I feel like he's earned some more minutes this week with yeah. what he's done. And we know that Calvin likes wings. And you have a bunch of wings now. In, and first of all, I didn't think Denver had a lot of wings. I thought they had Christian Brown and Peyton Watson. And then it's like, all right, what other choices do you even have? But the fact that Justin Holiday's name has come up as much as it has, that he seemingly has yeah. looked as good as he has, it does make you think, okay. And there's nothing wrong with that. Three wings. You can play three wings. There sure. is room for sure. three wings. So. Depending on what your rotation is, is it a nine-man or a ten-man rotation? If it's a ten-man, then maybe all three guys play. Um, so I, I, I just think there's that. I will say that today in the scrimmage, I was also told that Reggie Jackson go, went like four for five from three, so he also shot the ball well. well. I think <laughs> I think that uh, Holiday though was like eight or nine threes or something like that. Mm -hmm. that that's why he stood out. Um, what about the portion that we saw? So first of all, unlike last year, if you remember last year, do you remember the scrimmage? That we saw, the part yeah, we saw? Bones Highland dominated. Dominated it. He was making all these threes, and, and, and it was pretty funny. This time, starters didn't play at all. And when we walked in the gym, Jamal Murray has his shoes off. He's doing stretches. Uh, Jokic has his shoes off. Uh, who else? KCP looked like he KCP, picked up a little injury. You think? Looked like it. Really? Michael Malone said Jamal Murray is also battling some hamstring type thing but he's fine i think he still played in the scrimmage a little bit all right well he was stretching and they were all off aaron gordon's shoes off so it was one of those things where the starters did seem to have taken uh yeah. you know some of their they'd taken the reps off for the portion that the media was going to see today but um the guys that we did watch it was end of bench guys that we saw and it was mixed like i don't think you can read into what team it was it was just blended lineups i have the things. i have the five let's hear it on five so the winning team was with Jalen Pickett at point guard. That team also had Julian Strother, Hunter Tyson, Braxton Key, DeAndre Jordan. And then the other team, Colin Gillespie, Peyton Watson, I think Justin Holiday was on that team too, Zeke Naji, and then um, Andrew Funk, the training yeah. camp invite. There you go. So uh, end of bench guys, Zeke, Justin, uh, Straw like end of bench two way guys that that's who really was in this scrimmage. So what stood out to you? I thought Julian Strother looked really good. Yeah, 
I thought he had a couple nice plays. He got uh, that DMBA show bump. <laughs> he did, man. He was feeling himself coming off that interview. We, we were, you were talking about like when he became a shooter, and he probably realized like, man, I am a shooter. <laughs> and then he comes out here today and hits like a twenty-five footer. He did, and it was pure, man. I'm telling you, that thing top was like, top of the key. Whee! Yeah, wet. Hit a deep three. And then he also had a nice floater. Yep. Had a couple of nice. I wouldn't plays even call too. it. It is a floater, but I will say the floater that he had because floater, like I almost think teardrop. This one wasn't. It was almost like he jumped really high. First of all, the thing about Strother, he's really tall, six seven. Six seven. <laughs> can you confirm? I can confirm. He's six seven. Okay. He, looks, he looks like you know how tall he looks. He looks like Justin Holiday. Well, That's he's an inch, he he's well, an inch taller than just the same height. <laughs> but he had a good. It was like a drive to the basket, jump stop, jump hook. So it was a floater, but it was sort of like a jump hook floater but nonetheless it was just very controlled looked really good um and again his size to me popped today watching him out there you're like oh yeah just the way the way the christian brown when he gets to play the two you're like man he looks enormous yeah. that's what i thought of julian strother today yeah i thought he looked good it didn't look like the game was going too fast for him or anything at all and it's funny because he's been of the three rookies we've definitely talked about him the least but We've probably underrated him a little bit, yeah. I'd say, yeah. because he looked the part out yeah. there from at least what we saw. Yeah. So that's exciting to see. You know, Strother, yeah. you know, guy maybe we've talked about not maybe the least of anybody in the, you know, of the rotation guys or top 15 guys. So it's kind of cool to see him have a little bit of momentum. You know who my next guy is that I think stood out? This is going to blow your mind. Who's up? I liked what I saw from Braxton Key today. I have it in my notes. I liked what I saw from Braxton Key. I have it Key. in my scrimmage he, notes right here. He had a pass today that I was like, look at that pass. Yeah. That was a nice little pass from Braxton Key. I mean, I don't know his game. Maybe he's a passer. I thought he was like a defensive player, you know, slasher or whatever. Yeah. But um, to see him do some different things, a little more dynamic stuff, and same thing. Like, if you didn't know he was a two-way guy, you would have been like, oh, is he a rookie? You know, he looks like an NBA guy. Yeah. He had that pass. He had a great steal, like out at yep. half court. Oh, he yeah. And then dunk. And it was a great like. Who, I kind of saw who it coming steal too. It from? from like, Colin was made a Colin? bad pass, and it was in the clutch. It was in the clutch, and he just kind of knew they were desperate. Colin's team was down six, I think, so they yeah. knew they had to make a play. And Braxton's like, "Oh, he's going to try to go for this interception." Yeah, pick, um, si pick six. Does not have a good three point shot. Yeah. Has a little hitch in it. I, I don't think he's a shooter anyway. Uh, he's big though. Um, he's six eight. Six eight, what do you think about that? I thought he looked a little taller. Oh, he, he's six eight, but he's thick. Like yeah. he's built. Like you can tell he's been a professional for years. You know, how he, long has he been a professional? I think three years. Maybe. What's his backstory? What do you know about him? Well, he won a G League championship last year with Delaware. He's, oh, this is good news. This is good stuff. He's bounced around the G League. No, I think he for the has a couple of years. I think he has multiple championships under his belt. He does. Michael Malone said this the other day. He won in high school at Oak right. Hill Academy. Right. He won at Virginia National Championship. Right. And then he won with Delaware Bluecoats in the G League last year. But he's been in the G League for uh, three years now. Yeah. And uh, he, he's big. Like, he's a big dude. He seems definitely more of a four than a three just because of the jump shot as well. But um, doesn't it kind does he kind of remind you in a different way, but of a Tory Craig in that. He's a guy that has a lot of talent. This is, and the point I'm making on this is, he's a guy that doesn't look hopeless. But it shows where Denver's at now in relation to where they were five years ago. Where it's like Torrey Craig, we need a guy like that, even though yes, he's flawed and he has all these weaknesses. 
And now Denver is so deep with so much top-heavy talent and then also so deep that a guy like Braxton Key feels like a luxury. Could he be called up in the event of an injury and fit in? I think he could be a guy that Nuggets fans would be pleasantly surprised with. Oh, this guy can run the system. He can be in oh, there. Yeah. But at the same time, for him to work his way up would be almost impossible because of how deep Denver is now. Yeah. I mean, defense, rebounding, can run the floor. He's a good athlete. Yeah. I mean, he's... He's a great guy to have on a two-way contract. Yeah. He really is. I'm glad you saw that he stood out, or that you felt he stood out, because I, that was one of the guys. Is there anybody else? I think Peyton Watson had some real, like, intriguing moments yeah. in the scrimmage. He hit a pull-up jumper, one dribble going to his left. That was pretty pure. Um, he had a drive and, and uh, finish going to his left, kind of yeah. at the rim. Um, I don't think he didn't like jump out off the uh, off the court as like the right. best guy on the floor, but I thought he had a, a couple nice, intriguing plays. Hunter Tyson had a great lob to DeAndre Jordan, um, missed a couple open shots. I thought Jalen Pickett ran a couple really nice pick and rolls. Had one pass in particular that was kind of like mind blowing how he he, yeah. he kind of fit it into a tight space. Um, but overall, you know, a pretty humph. In fact, when we were watching the first like four minutes of the scrimmage, nobody scored. <laughs> it was yeah. it was ten minutes we got to watch, and it was zero zero like halfway through. And you're like, it's going to be a little rough. But it was good to see the guys play, uh, see them get up and down the court. On the other side, we talked to Nikola Jokic today, and he had a couple really interesting things to say that I think you're going to want to hear us talk about. And then we'll talk about our takeaways overall for uh, this play, uh, this this training camp. Guys, make sure to check out Primo Hoagies locations in both Denver and Centennial. Uh, you can order your party trays in advance online at primohoagies.com. We all went down there to Primo Hoagies. They rolled out the red carpet for us, treated us really well. We all got sandwiches. I thought it was really good stuff. It's a great sandwich. If you're just looking for lunch, dinner for the fam, make sure to check out Primo Hoagies. They have a huge menu huge uh, so you can pretty much try something else like try something new every single day you're never going to run out of options there uh, locations in both denver and centennial use code dnvr for two dollars off a primo sized hoagie when ordering online it's not just a hoagie it's a primo also make sure to check out the game time app if you want tickets to sports shows concerts whatever you're looking for check out game time they've got great last minute price drops uh, they're obsessed with finding ways to help you save money on tickets. Game Time has deals on tickets right up until the start of the event, or even sometimes, even an hour after it starts. It's the gr best place to find last-minute seats. Um, download the Game Time app, create an account, use code DNVR for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply, but again, create an account, redeem code DNVR for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. We might have a volleyball team coming in here behind us, so we're going to have to speed through these next two food parts. Um, Nikola Jokic today, I asked him, some I've been wanting to ask him since we got here. Actually, two questions. One was about his horses. Very open about his horses today, by the way, Harrison. You notice? More willing to talk about it than usual. I'm, he should be, man. They had a great summer. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to tell you that. <laughs> um, but also talked about studying Jelko Brodovich's seminars. If you don't know, Jelko Brodovich is the Phil Jackson of EuroLeague, the winningest coach in EuroLeague history. He's a Serbian guy, and he's back coaching Partizan. And over the summer, Brodovich shared a story that Jokic told him that he had been watching his seminars and had been taking some notes and enjoyed them. And I asked him about that today, and he says, and I asked him, has he watched anybody else's seminars? Is that something he does? And he said, yes. Watch Kokoshkov. He's watched some other guys. He's watched them. And I asked him why, and he says, you know, 
great players should be studying the game. I feel like I should be studying the game and learning things. And so I just pick up little things that from those different coaches, there's something you can learn to make yourself better. I feel like that's an incredible answer, Harrison. I feel like it's a very insightful answer for something we suspect about Jokic and something we, we feel like we know. But when you hear things like that, I feel like we know it. This guy studies his craft intensely, not just casually. He's seeking out seminars to watch the game and get better, not just one, but all the great coaches. I, I've just found it so interesting and really great to hear him talk about this. Yeah. And, you know, maybe it's the beginning of just the idea of who Nikola Jokic is shifting. Right. You know, he's labeled as this guy who doesn't care about the NBA, doesn't care about basketball, just wants to finish the season and go home to his horses and his family uh, when really he's an absolute student of the game. Right. And he's obsessed with basketball, actually. Right. And he studies this stuff. And he's just – it's what his life is while he's here and even, you know, sometimes when he's not here. And, um, I mean, that's that's who he is. And I feel like we're learning that more and more, that this is actually a guy who is obsessed with learning new things about the game. And to build off of that, it, one of my biggest takeaways from training camp, as we get into takeaways now, one of my biggest takeaways is Nicola, by all accounts, is back, excited to be back, um, and sort of focused and like on a mission once again. And I just didn't expect that. I thought he might be a little fatigued, a little bit annoyed and all these different things. Not the case at all. This looks like a guy, and the team reflects it as a whole, but I want to stick with Nicola. He seems like a guy that is actually ready for the season, ready for the title defense, and a guy that's kind of like, yeah, that was just the start. We got more ahead, and I've yeah. got more ahead. A lot of people asked us and have been asking us this week, what kind of mood is Nikola Jokic in? Yeah. You know, is he, you know, he, he can't be happy to be back there. You know, right. like he, he's just clocking in, clocking out. Yeah. That's not the impression that we've gotten at, at all. all. At all. He looks happy to be here. Yeah. He looks enthused. He looks a little rejuvenated, yeah. I would even say, after the summer. Um, he's into it, man. Like, I sense a, an excitement for the season from him. And I didn't know what to expect, you know, what, when it came to that, because definitely pa past years, him coming back to training camp, he has been a little grouchy. Yeah. But I have not gotten the sense at all that that's the case this year. He seems energized almost. And all the guys do. And that's the yeah. thing that I think it's just, that's another big takeaway is this team just seems excited to be around each other. You know, like they genuinely like each other. People always ask with us, like, do you guys, you guys are always doing the show and laughing and stuff. Do you guys actually like each other? You know, it's like a big thing. Are you guys actually friends to this or that? And I think it's the same we feel about the Nuggets. You're like, you know, do you guys all get along? Is it, are you excited <laughs> to be coming back to the team? And I think, it, you know, they genuinely do. I think it just, yeah. they seem like guys that are like, hey, man, it's good to see everybody. Now we're hanging out and it's like those old times and, yeah. and focused. You know, there's a maturity to them. Um, but that would be another one of my just real big takeaways with the team. The other one is I just think it's a mature team. Like last year where you brought in more veterans probably than ever before. Same thing this year. But even the young guys, I mean, I asked Malone about it today and I asked Nicola about it. Do the young guys seem maybe a little bit more mature? I think was it Nicola or, or Malone that pushed back on the word mature? But he did seem to think that, that the floor I is I think raised, it was Nicola. But the floor is raised for... <laughs> Just, you know, like, I just, there's just no goofballs. I think what, that's it. What did Nicola had a great quote on them today? Yeah. What did he say about the rookies? I don't know. What he, was it? He was like, um, it was right off the question you asked him about do they seem more mature? Yeah. And he, go, he said something along the lines of like, 
yeah, they they kind of know what they're doing a little bit. Right. Where in the past, you know, if you think about some of the other rookies Nuggets might have brought in here recently that were younger, that weren't these fourth, fifth, sixth-year seniors, they probably didn't right. really know what they were doing. Uh-huh. But I think that's the biggest reason why this seems like a mature group. It's because the new players are mature. Right. What about any other takeaways do you have? Any other major ones? I mean, we talked already about Justin Holiday. He's one. So let's yeah. go to another one. I'll say somebody I have stocked down for. Mm. That's Zeke Naji. Now, I, is it stocked down or incomplete? It's down for me. It's down for me. Um, we watched a little of the scrimmage today. He missed one shot. I think he only had one shot. He went missed two it. wide f- open. Went two or four from the line. We haven't heard a lot about him here at camp. Uh, his jumper seems like it's still kind of a work in progress. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I don't know really what to expect from him this season. I, I have heard that in shooting drills throughout the summer, he's shooting at about a 75% clip for on threes. In shooting drills, like set shooting drills, you know, you get 10 up or whatever. And I know that most people will look at and say, hey, whatever you're shooting in practice on those drills, cut that in half. That's what about it is. So if you shoot 80%, you're probably a 40% game shooter. So hearing that he's been, you know, shooting well in practice and more, and he even talked about it, like I'm feeling more confidence and this or that is an encouraging sign. But you're right that his name hasn't popped up a lot. That's yeah. more or less what you're getting at. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we penciled him as in as the backup center. Yeah. I think he probably... Maybe still is, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I just I, I want to hear something positive about Zeke. Anything else? Any other takeaways? Um, Hunter Tyson. I mean, yeah, the, the, the Larry, Larry Bird, Bird. <laughs> of the Nuggets. Nuggets have two Larry Birds. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's take another quick break. On the other side, we're gonna get into our mailbag. Guys, check out uh, Nutrafol, the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth, visible thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Uh, Nutrafol's hair growth supplements use physician-formulated natural science-backed ingredients. Their drug-free patented technology provides consistent, reliable results without compromising your health. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com slash men and enter the promo code DNVR. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com slash men with promo code DNVR. Also, make sure to check out Bet365, and they're never ordinary at Bet365. They don't do ordinary. We believe at Bet365 that every sport should be epic. See for yourself when you sign up today. You'll get $365 in bonus bets when you bet just $1. Uh, We also have awesome DNVR custom bets. You can go onto the Bet365 app. Sometimes, you know, there's custom DNVR bets with our logo there bets that we might like that week so you can take advantage of those um keep an eye out for those each week on bet365.com ride with dnvr and place your bets using code dnvr365 at sign up must be 21 plus and physically located in colorado please gamble responsibly if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help call or text 1-800-GAMBLER guys make sure to check out better help this episode of the dnvr nuggets podcast brought to you by better help Sometimes in life, we're faced with tough choices and the path forward isn't always clear. But if you're dealing with decisions around your career, relationships, or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life so you can move forward with confidence and excitement. 
If you want more information, if you want to get started, let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Uh, you can go to betterhelp.com slash DNVR. You answer a few questions about yourself and your goals. Boom, you'll get an email, match you with somebody that can talk you through your next step. You can connect with your therapist from there. So go to betterhelp.com slash DNVR today to get 10% off your first month. Also make sure to check out Backus and Shanker when you get hurt. Backus and Shanker is here to help. They win for Colorado families. They've been helping those seriously injured in Colorado for more than 25 years, and they're free until they win your case. No upfront fees. Uh, for speaking with them about your case, you only pay them if they win your case, and they've won over $1 billion for their clients. Bax and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks. They can even help you if you're injured at work. Give them a call. 222-2222 to find out if you have a case for free. All right, let's do a speed run through some Nuggets mailbag stuff here, guys. Alec Gwynn asks, what is the vibe that you've gotten so far from the auxiliary personnel with the team, whether it's assistant coaches, front office trainers, everybody walking around like the championships that they are? Um, I'm going to say yes. Yeah. I'm going to say yes. I actually think yes. I think that this is part of a thing that there is the culture that precedes or that that precedes the championship. Yeah. Even, it, there's the Michael Malone era. There's like a seriousness to it. Yeah. But I would say that there is also, I think, just a good vibe uh, from the team coming off of that. Like, dynasty is a word that has been used. Yeah, this for is sure. one title. Nuggets, Nuggets have one title under their belt, but they're looking at it as no. We feel like we are this, and, and that goes from the training staff to to the to everybody else around. Yeah. Yeah. You, um. All all of those people seem to be there with it. Yeah. I, the vibe I get is just that everybody's just really at peace with the team they have. Everybody's really relaxed, looking forward to this season. If you see this blackboard behind us right there, on it during practice today was Denver Nuggets 2024 NBA champions. Yeah. Not 2023, which is the one they won, but 2024. Maybe they're speaking it into ex existence. Maybe, you know, that's just kind of... The confidence that they have but um i mean it's just been a confident poised like group that just feels ready for this season yeah. um chances hunter tyson is a playoff eight to nine man guy low i'd, I'd say, say pretty low i'd say really low but definitely on the table i would still have hunter tyson as my most likely rookie to play i think so too i think i agree with that and by the way the buzz with him the positive buzz has not been it's it's really just been like a guy, he looks good. You know, he's coming out here doing his job. Not a, oh my gosh, you got to see him, this or that. So I think that you have to kind of separate. Justin Holiday. the buzz has been, you know, a guy playing with the starters and this or that. The young guys, I think it's been more of a, you know, they look like mature young guys who are going to fit into the culture well. And even watching Hunter Tyson today at the scrimmage, I can tell why Mike Malone likes him so yeah. much. He's active. Yeah. You know, he's always doing something. He's always moving around. He plays hard. Yeah. Like he cuts with a purpose. Maybe right. the shot doesn't go in, but it's the right shot to take. It's a good shot. He plays the right way, man. Um, Meg asks, was there anything notable about the local reception of the Nuggets this week? I would say yes in a couple ways. Like there was not a lot of media out here. But some of the national media, I will say, one, I love Ohm. I'm a big Ohm Young League Soup guy. Um, but he's enamored with the Nuggets. I will say there was a very healthy respect from media members about the Nuggets out here, I feel. People oh, that I would hope so. <laughs> I know it sounds silly, right? The reigning NBA champs. But I do think that amongst the media people, they're like, yeah, this team's awesome. Um, the franchise, you know, like the organization and stuff does things well. They're impressive how they carry them themselves. And that's different from years past. Yeah. Um, 
I like this one from Justin Gold. Is it more likely nine or 11 guys get rotation ma- minutes on game one versus the Lakers? Not nine. 10. Nine, nine or for 11. sure. Nine for sure. You have a theory that this game is actually carrying a little bit of weight. <sighs> we need this game. <laughs> I'm going to look the camera in the eye yeah. to all the Nuggets players watching this and yeah. the Nuggets organization. We need this game. Yeah. If we lose it, it's okay. It is okay. But, but if the Nuggets beat the Lakers on opening night, yeah. it's on, baby. I think it's um, on. It's clear that that rivalry has been something that has been in their heads a little bit. You know, the trash talk, like they're taking note of it. And like you said, there's nothing you could lose. You're the reigning champs no matter what happens. But that game can be one that you send a message. And that yeah. message could really talk. I mean, the message really would be all the Lakers whining and conversations they had over the weekend. Um, you know, the Nuggets are above that. That yeah. game... I think might be like the most intense game of the regular season. Yeah. I think it will be. Yeah. I'm excited for it. Um, Kelly, you go ahead and hit that outro music. We got to get out of here because you see San Diego. We we were told there was not a volleyball practice today, but it turns out there is one. So it's about to get really loud in here. But nonetheless, those are the big takeaways from from a very eventful first week. Um, we had some great written content up at the site. We're going to have even more over the you know coming up early next part of next week. Uh, so you're going to want to check that out. And then also the videos uploading to YouTube. Jokic's interview today I thought was a very interesting one. Michael Malone's been interesting all week long. I feel like he's been long a- hair. Long hair has been an A-plus interview all week, so you're not going to want to miss those. Who else did we talk to? Oh, Christian Brown, he also talked today. Mm -hmm. So you're going to want to catch all of those. Um, Everybody from San Diego, we're out. Thanks so much. Hit that like button on the way out.